It's that time again where we gather together to talk about the most stupid, most innocuous, pointless things in the whole world that annoy us the most. But you'll be glad to hear it's not just me talking about it this time. So let's get this intro out the way and done with and let's get to it. So yes, welcome to another episode of the Nothing More Annoying podcast. You're in for a treat. It's another guest-hosted episode this week. Um, So it's not going to be a rant from me directly. We've got Greg from the Young Men Yell at Clouds podcast uh, joining me this week. Welcome to the podcast, Greg. Hello. Thank you very much for having me, sir. It's been a pleasure. I've been looking forward to this one. No worries. And it's it's nice to get a Northern English twist on life. So I'm very much looking forward to what you have in store. Um, I believe straight from the get-go after we connected on social media, there's been something that's really grinding your gears that you want to get off your chest, which is why we've got in contact. So why don't you go ahead, go tell me what's what's something that you just find more annoying than anything in the world? All right, let's, let's get going on this then. Well, I'll, I'll play the scenario for you. So um, I'm sure this has happened to many people. So say you're at, you're at a pub with a bunch of friends. Um, maybe they've invited some people along you've never met before. You know, it's a chance to meet new people, maybe some new acquaintances. And, and naturally, the conversation comes up about, you know, what are you interested in? What, what do you do? Like your hobbies, interests, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, I'm a huge pro wrestling fan. And I will always be up front telling people that. But nothing annoys me more when you tell these people that you're a pro wrestling fan. And the first thing they do is say, well, you know, you know it's fake, don't you? Um, <laughs> okay. <laughs> so it, it's like it's a bit of a double whammy. So one thing I would, as I can talk about is like the whole thing about like my argument about wrestling isn't 100% fake and the whole thing of people who just immediately, whether they realize or not, just immediately have to kind of rip on someone for something they like. And, it, and <laughs> it's even worse when it's a complete stranger that you've only just met. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So what kind of wrestling are we into here? Because obviously there's so much, so many forms of in quote marks fighting, isn't there? You've got everything from <laughs> UFC down to, like Dwayne Johnson, The Rock, just smashing a chair over someone's head. What are we talking about? What's what's your kind of, in quote marks, pro wrestling? So professional wrestling is kind of like what a lot of people would see. You know, that's very WWE-based wrestling, which most people would be familiar with. And when, when you look at it through the WWE lens, I can understand why a lot of people might be turned off with it because... It, it is a lot to take in, and it can be very hokey and cheesy at times. So I can fully admit, if people aren't a fan of it, that's absolutely fine. But uh, within the pro wrestling spectrum, there's just a lot more different styles, different versions of it that people just aren't aware of. That I guess caters more, caters more to like the adult fan who is sort of clued up to what the product is. Because like, like I was saying there, like when someone says to me, "You know, wrestling's fake, right?" It, it's just insulting. It's like they're insulting my intelligence because, like, well, no duh, I know it's fake, but. It's it's not fake to the point where the whole thing is. So I, like I think a lot of people pop because like I will admit it's predetermined. You know who's going to win a fight, well, well the wrestler knows who's going to win the fight. But my argument is at the end of the day, it's still like two men or two women or whatever throwing the head at the ground every night for money. And like if you try doing that every night, you, you you're going to have to have a difference of opinion. Thinking, <laughs> well, this isn't really fake, <laughs> is it? <laughs> Well, do you know what? I think you're going to find me really insulting because I'm kind of siding with everyone else in this one, primarily because I don't know wrestling. I'm all, I'm a very competitive person and I don't like losing something. So what what is how can you become a good wrestler if it's predetermined? What's how do you win? Like what's 
how do you become one of those like the greats in WWE? I mean, like, what's going on there? Well, I, th- I think that's kind of like the big thing. So, th- so the way you just become big at wrestling is just be kind of you- because you're passionate at your craft. You're it- it's like if if you purely view wrestling just through the sport aspect, I can understand why people would be a bit upset because obviously most people want to view sports because it has that contest to it. You want to see a legit winner and a legit loser. For me, I view wrestling uh, along the more lines of performance art, as pretentious as that might sound. Because with wrestling, it's not just about what's going on in the ring. There's stories being told. There is that kind of sort of, you know, cheesy soap opera stuff going on as well in a lot of cases. But it's only just about passion for me. Like, if a wrestler wants to become the top of the game, it's because they are passionate. They want to be the whole package. They want to be this character that people can get behind. They want to just be absolutely amazing at what they do in the ring. And they want to be able to tell good stories. And for me, there aren't too many sports that can tell... They can tell stories, but, like, wrestling can at least control that narrative. So you still get that athleticism, sports side of it, but they are controlling how that narrative is. And there's really nothing else like it, I can think of anyway, that can really do it that way. I mean, interesting. Okay, you're starting to pique my curiosity a little bit. So <laughs> you're likening the the sort of art form of wrestling and smashing people into the ground yeah. to like other art forms like theatre and yeah. opera. It's it's the opera of your, of the fists, are we saying? Is that what it is? Yeah. Well, uh, one one the way I like to describe it is to a lot of people, it's like a more aggressive form of ballet. <laughs> uh, and I know, I know, a lot of people laugh. I mean, I chuckle it as well. But when you break it down, it kind of is. So ballet again, it's that's like interpretive dance, isn't it? It's two people have to have full trust in each other to do these quite amazing dance maneuvers to I mean, portray their story. Wrestling, it's sort of similar. It's two people who have to have utmost trust in each other to do these moves that that are pretty legitimate. That if you get them wrong, it's going to hurt. And they're still trying to tell a story through those moves as well. Okay, yeah, and correct me if I'm wrong. Both are wearing leotards in both forms. Oh, yeah, of course, yeah. Both wearing leotards, 100%. <laughs> a, a key aspect of being in, a, in an art form is the leotard wearing. Okay, fine, fine. So when you're in the pub then and people are saying it's fake, what's, what's usually your response? Is it, it like, do you go into it? Because at the moment, I mean, you've been going for five minutes explaining it to me. It sounds c- completely legit, but <laughs> h- how does it how does it go down when you kind of do this five-minute spiel to sort of Dave down the pub who's had a few? Does it not quite quite ring true for everyone then <laughs> uh, absolutely not i mean i guess it depends on the scenario like um like i said i mean i think i think a lot of cases when people do this they, they maybe quickly realize that they've been a bit too mis- like mean and hasty with coming up with that argument straight away but then if, if it's a situation where they are just being very standoffish i just won't i won't argue the case too much with it like I, i'll try and do what we're doing now i'll try and at least portray like well this, i'm passionate about it because of all the reasons I've given here, I, I, like the way I the way I always always leave it is, it's like people have that thing that helps get helps them get up in the morning. You know, some people have music, some people have religion. And I know, and some people have other sports. You have wrestling. <laughs> no, honestly, and I have wrestling. And honestly, like if it wasn't for wrestling, it's it's like basically helped me with like my life so much since I was like seven years old. It's like the one thing that kind of keeps my mental health together. You know what I mean? So nice. it's it's that thing I latch onto, and it's what's been my passion since, like I said, about seven years old. Oh, I like that as well, and it ties in nicely because at the time we're recording this, um, it's actually Mental Health Awareness Week in the UK anyway, so the fact it keeps you on your feet is fantastic. Although, if I'm being honest with you, when I was asking how do you respond to someone in the pub, I was hoping you'd do some sort of <laughs> wrestling pun about bringing out the chair, but I mean, <laughs> I think we're very British, aren't we? We're just like, we're going to have a form, like a formal 
firm conversation about the matter and then walk off and have a point. <laughs> That's exactly how it works. Well, I mean, ironically, for something that can be pretty violent, I'm one of the most sort of pacifist people you have ever meet. Like, I don't like fight, like real fighting, as it were, you know what I mean? So I'm not the most standoffish person in the world. Like, I'd rather try and resolve the issue through words. And if I can't, I'll just be the one. Like, you know what? It's not worth it to me. I'll just walk away. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, also with wrestling, you described it more as an art form. If it's like when you say it's predetermined, how many people know about it? Are, are we still able to have a bit of a bet on like who's going to win? Or I mean, like, how does it work? Well, no, this is the thing. If you go on betting apps, especially for big things like WWE, you can still bet on the matches because other than the people who work at the company who are in the match, no one knows still who's going to win. So if you can check out a little bit of that mentality of like, well, uh, I know he's going to win. What's the point? You can still watch a match because you still don't know the outcome. And mm. even then, if you're a, if you're a grizzled fan like me, pretty much all fans like me think we're quite smart to it and we can guess who's going to win. But we even will be left surprised at the outcome of a match at some point. So it does keep you on your toes. It's not it's not predetermined to the point where they, they print the results before a show. You, you're still kept in the dark about not knowing who's going to win. So there is still that uh, surprise to it um, that I don't think could ever be taken away from it. Okay, well that's all right then. So it is, it is, it is like theatre, really. If we, if we mm -hmm. think we're going to go to a loud leotard-clad theatre, which involves <laughs> violence, so I quite, I quite like. I might, I might word for that to my friends. And <laughs> do you want to go see a violent leotard man uh, jumping on another violent leotard well, man? I mean, then you're well, great. This was kind of the interesting thing recently. So. Uh, wrestling went through a bit of a bad point last year when it had its own kind of speaking out movement kind of occur. Not to go too heavy on it, but I think you can kind of imagine what kind of happened. Um, yeah. And it's recently, and the British scene in particular got hit pretty heavy because of it. And since then, uh, a lot of wrestlers and people have been bringing it to Parliament and they're trying to sort of regulate it more. And they've kind of been stuck sort of how they would govern it because on the one hand it is a sport, but then at the other time it is a more of a performance-based thing. Mm -hmm. So I think right now the scenario is left with when it comes to, because a lot of the situations with people suffering through a lot of bad things were due to coaching. They've said the coaching aspect that is performance-based. So there is a lot of this interesting argument of whether it's sport and performance happening within politics right now, as well as just the general public about what's happening with the sport currently. Well, I think in a way the fact that it's being brought uh, sort of more to light about the difference and the turning from a perception into what the truth is and the reality is only going to be good for the art form of wrestling in itself. So in a way, I think you've you've turned me around. I started about 10 <laughs> minutes ago thinking, do you know what? They're right. It's just a fake sport here. But actually, the fact it's now more of a theatre uh, with <laughs> fists uh, I mean, no. <laughs> then I, I feel like you've you've made me want to watch it, which is something I I potentially have not said out loud before. So no, honestly, I mean, it depends what you like because there is a lot of aspects to wrestling. Um, I, honestly, it, even if you're you're not much of a fan, I'd say if you've got a friend who is, go along to a show with them because there's nothing like seeing it live. Like you'll have one of the best times you'll ever have a, a, anything live because you get like the kind of sports chat along with it. But there is a lot of banter there. There's a lot of fun, and you'll see a variety of different matches. And I mean. Even then, like people who do want the more sporty aspect of it, the raw wrestling that is catered to that, especially in Japan. So my prime example is if, like, say I had that one match I could show someone and be like, when someone says, oh, wrestling's fake, and I'd be like, right, well, watch this, would be Katsuri Shibata versus Tomihiro Ishii from the New Japan G1 Climax 23, which is back in 2013. It's 10 minutes long. You can find it on Daily Motion, and it's um, unbelievable. It's it's the closest thing to where the lines blur between is this legit or is this more predetermined because they, they really do batter the hell out of each other in that match. It's unbelievable. 
Fantastic. Well, in that case, I think you're going to have to send me the link over. I'm going to give it a watch later. And then I think I'll be able to give my full opinion on on it myself. So nice to summarise. I think there is nothing more annoying than people who really just have a predetermined opinion without knowing the full Mm -hmm. facts is really what we're saying, isn't it? Especially when it comes to pro wrestling. But thank you so much for sharing. I am so curious as to to hearing if anyone who's listening to this is um, interested in wrestling, especially if they're in the UK, if they've had the same experience, or if they're like me, whether or not they also have a predetermined uh, opinion of wrestling. And hopefully this is this has changed it. So if you are listening and you do have those opinions, do uh, share those on our social media pages, which is annoying podcast on Twitter and annoying underscore podcast on Instagram. But it's not just me that has a podcast. Greg, you have a podcast or two, in fact, don't you? Do you want to talk about what you podcast about, what you share? Oh, thank you very much. Absolutely. So, uh, well, to carry on with the theme of this, um, obviously, I have a wrestling podcast. You can find me over at the Bear Hook Club podcast. So that's Bear Hook Club podcast, Facebook and YouTube, Bear Hook Club pod on Instagram and Bear Hook Club on Twitter. Uh, I also do Young Men Yell at Clouds, very similar podcast to what's done here. Uh, we just like to bring things to the table, complain about, but it's in a lot more uh, longer format compared to yourself. So you can find us over at Young Men Yell at Clouds, Facebook and YouTube, Instagram and Twitter. Uh, I also have a one-stop website for, uh, website for all that, which is Bear Hook bearhookpod.wixsite.com forward slash bearhookclouds I'm looking to shorten that a bit more and if I have to leave it on one sign off uh, I'll use the title from Mick Foley's autobiography and the real world is faker than wrestling Oh I like that, I should have just ended the podcast there, thank you so much for joining, do check out the podcast that Greg has mentioned especially um, the wrestling one considering we've been talking about that topic but Young Men Yell at Clouds is almost like the longer big brother of this podcast so if you like the content you're hearing uh, definitely go check them out and the links will be in the description below so thank you Greg for joining, thank you for sharing and thank you to everyone that's listening we'll catch you again next time, thank you very much (laughs) 